Dear Jazzy. The following program is intended for mature adults over the age of 18. If you are not a patron looking for information on sex, relationships, and gender, please visit scarletteen.org. Nothing said on this show is a replacement for official medical advice. Trust me. Last time I checked, no one here is a doctor. Welcome back to Dear Jazzy, episode 79, the show where we answer all of us kinky questions. I am your host, Jasmine Starshine. I'm your ho- co-host, Fonny Abidiel. And with us tonight is none other than... Kim Barry! Welcome! I'm Kimmy. Welcome back! Hi, Kimmy! It's been, uh, Robin quoted me, it's been two years and three months since you had me on. You know, talking with Robin at CAP... I really want to, like, see if we can't, like, crunch some numbers together after all the data uh, she did for the usual bet. And I, I'm, like, very curious because Robin has she has an encyclopedic knowledge of, like, the podcast scene in our little microcosm of ABDL. She remembers more about it than I do. <laughs> I know when people like quote specific things like, do you remember what happened in episode 31? I'm like, no. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> was I a brat? Was I a brat in the episode? In 31? I don't know. <laughs> no, I was in like 18 of yours, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I do remember you were on episode 18, and then you came on one other time, and that was fun. Uh, but speaking... Uh, I was in the background. Oh, yeah. You were in the Christmas special, and then uh, I'm sure you remember this uh, this artifact. <laughs> 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 but we're not going to torture you with the bell today today at least uh so i think you know it goes without saying we are so happy to have you back on the show the people so are good. so happy to have you back on the show how are you um i am great i really am um i my sex life is better than ever my dating life is better than ever I'm living my best life, Jasmine. I love that for you. Thank I, you. I really do. Fonny, how are you right now? Elated. Elated. <laughs> what a I'm wonderful elated. adjective. Yeah, I get to hang out with some very cool girls. And also, I got texted by a girl. You sure did. Do you want to, like, tell us about that now that we're here and everyone can hear you? <laughs> Uh, I don't remember if it was the night of the orgy or not, but I did meet a girl and she was very, very cute. Um, she wasn't at the orgy, unfortunately, but um, Sad face. as she was heading out from the after party that I was at, um, I had drunkenly asked her if she was straight and she said no. And I drunkenly replied, oh, thank God. <laughs> Proper response. Yep. Proper response. And, uh, got her number so that I could text her and got a text back from her today. And we're planning on going shopping for vintage clothes together. Oh, that's Ooh, so cute. That's cute. <laughs> lesbian thrifting. Lesbian thrifting. Lesbian thrifting. <laughs> I did that one with my meta recently. Aw. That's always so fun. That's adorable. So, Do you want 20. to talk to us about that? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I interrupted. Uh, no, I want more information. I want more information. Yeah, me, me too. Are you a top <laughs> or a bottom? A switch. You're a switch. A Which switch. way do you lean? More top. You, you're Ooh. top. Oh. Ooh. You know, there's a top shortage. 
There is a top shortage. <laughs> you know, the aware. supply line crisis, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the economy is hitting all of us very hard right now. It's true. <laughs> You're mm-hmm. a switch in this economy. <laughs> I've been accused of hoarding precious resources by marrying Gray. I mean, that's oh. legit. Yeah. Gray is sexy. Well, I am trying to spread myself in as many directions as possible. So really, I'm doing my part. It's true. We all have to do mm-hmm. our part in this top in these trying times. That was a real voice crack, by the way. I I, I have fucked it up. You mm-hmm. fucked it. I started dating straight men. <gasps> oh, okay. Yeah. Mm. It's okay. So we sorry. still love you. There's a top yeah. shortage. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you go, it's like trying to convert your fuel tank to run on vegetable oil in the middle of a gas crisis. Oh. <laughs> like, what choice do I have? I need to get dominated. That's fair. Also, the chat says that this is the gayest shit. <laughs> this is a very gay opening to the show, and I'm so happy that it is. <laughs> so much do you like my little like padawan like lock i'm thinking of like braiding like just this one like the last time i cut my hair like just this one little piece of hair like remained the same length and now it's like draping down i'm not sure if i like it or not i think it's kind of cool what's the consensus i think it's cool keep it yeah i'm keeping keep it. it i'm keeping it i'm keeping it odd strands uh adds so much character like you, yeah if you cut short and you keep the front ramona flowers fucking fantastic i'm so used to censoring myself because i'm always on the usual bet We're, fuck we, that we i was gonna say we have you on the show specifically for you by all means let her say fuck yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah! i was going to say we are the after dark usual bet uh wh- how do we describe it at capcom we called it like um like usual bet, but you can say the penis word or something. <laughs> I didn't see your live panel. I was so fried after the usual bet panel that daddy put me down for a nap. That's good. Oh. Self-care yeah. over, you know, things, you know, and I'm glad that you took care of yourself instead of coming to, you know, our coming to our oh, little yes. shindig. Like, no, it was, it was absolutely voluntary. hundred mm-hmm. percent voluntary. Good. So, yes, it was self-care. Wonderful. A couple other people texted and I'm like, I can't make it. And I was just like, please, I would rather you self-care than you be miserable at my show. Like, that would be, that would be suck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Juice said the usual butt, <laughs> which I think is funny. <laughs> so, Juice, Juice, I am mad Ooh, Juice. Ooh, is this like I drama alert? So, you want the tea? I want the tea. All right. Tea. I want the tea. Jazzy. Yes. The idea for the drawing game at Cap that you talked with Juice about mm-hmm. on the last show was my idea. <gasps> Ooh. And he promised me I could MC it. And then he comes Ooh. on your show and he promises it to you. So he's fucking cheating on you. And this is not okay. Because he promised it to me. And just oh, because geez. you're better at audiovisual than I am. <laughs> I am. Fir- Here's, what the fuck? Here is the stick here. It's not the talking stick. It's like the the um, it's like the I don't know. I get, we'll call it the privilege stick. I'm firmly handing it back to you. I, I handed it through the Internet, through the camera. And then you can like 
pick it up with like find a prop find a prop you can you can take the stick here you go hey there you go you got it yay you are now the host you are now the MC of the event jazzy what's on the co-host i would love to if you are willing to share i would love i would love to do that but i also don't want to steal your thunder if it was offered to you first well it's my idea it wasn't even offered to me it was my idea for the whole fucking panel <laughs> and he forgot like thanks juice he didn't mention me once last episode i thought we were friends i love how juice and then like chat said oh here we go in caps no 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 juice i swear juice secretly hates me so like i'm hanging out with juice at cap right and he's talking to little fantasy you know little fantasy ab from twitter and tumblr and she's so fucking cute Mm -hmm. and and i see him talking with her and they're having a good time they're just casually chatting you know like they've known each other for a long time so i saunter over and inject myself into the conversation because i have no shame and i'm like you never told me that you know little fantasy and he's like oh i i didn't think about it i didn't think you'd want to mention i i don't think you'd want to to meet her or anything and bullshit bullshit i want to meet all the cool people i want to meet everyone i want to meet everyone i want to hug everyone that's why i won capcon it this is like there's like so much like unfolding right now i feel like welcome back everyone i'm killer jazz star let's get raw i didn't do the news uh, the joke is i fucking hate that chotch but like <laughs> i i didn't expect the show opening to be this spicy it's really well, funny look at look at juice weakly trying to defend himself oh, oh well, you never asked <laughs> if you could meet my celebrity friend <laughs> Thanks. Juice, can we get a green check for roasting you, buddy? <laughs> so, in truth, I asked his pre-consent before the show. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> I, I got it. <laughs> Whatever. I didn't win Capcom. <laughs> I won Capcom. I'm the Capcom winner. I was told by so many people, and I heard it myself, You with your medal, I won Capcom. And it was like the <laughs> cutest fucking thing ever. I was so surprised. Mm-hmm. I so did not expect it. It was incredible. I was, uh, I can only imagine it was a similar response because, you know, to when Alexi gave me her uh, gold star and I like cried. I can only yes. imagine like you had a similar like emotional response. Uh, Juice is still defending himself. You did not cry when, when you did here. not mention crying me. Cry, crying about me you mentioned crying when you talked about your experience at cap you didn't mention me once Ooh, uh for for the listeners and for funny what is the uh the context people getting things uh, I, d- I have no idea what's happening so so last time on on the last episode of dear jazzy <laughs> you had juice on juice box art who yes. i thought was a near and dear friend of mine but Perhaps he talked about going on the usual bet. Huh? Perhaps he still could be again one day. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Is he, is he going to, is he going to try? <laughs> I think, that's, that's I don't think he's going to try. I think he's going to succeed. But <laughs> as always, there is a pageant at uh, Cap and Kimmy won. 
which means I did not win the pageant. Oh, I I I did not make tryouts. I tried out. <gasps> That's um, right. Yeah, I tried out with a te- with a TED talk for from Ruru, mm-hmm. my my pet play persona. Not not even pet play. Ruru's asexual. Um, I won the whole convention, which I didn't even know was a thing. Like I forgot that they had a con prize. They said that I and my daddy, because we won together, were the first couple to ever win the convention. Look at you. Yeah. Oh. We embody the spirit of the convention because oh. we were welcoming and kind and engaging and friendly. That's and so true. I, I hugged probably half the convention. You really did. Oh, that is so sweet. Thank you. I hope to see you there. Oh, I can't wait to go. Yes, yeah, I, I cannot wait to be there yeah. next year. Yeah, no, it's going to happen. 2023? 2023? Ooh! <laughs> uh, and then the gold star. Uh, let me let me go get it really quick. Do it. Hi, Flani. Hello, how's it going? How are you doing? It's going well. I love your art. Oh, thank you. Your lines are so clean, and your concepts are always solid and lovely. Oh, thank you. I've been a fan of yours for a very long time. Gold star! Oh, no, I interrupted a precious moment. Please continue. That's okay. No, it's okay. I want to see your gold star. Okay. So this is a gold star. Sweet, sweet. Ooh, gold star. Okay. Oh, I see it. Okay. So the staff and people in charge of CAP get these little little badges and they can give them out um, to people that like do the things. And I got one and it meant a lot to me. I told my parents and they thought it was the (laughs) great. They were so happy for me. Let me tell you, they rock. Yeah, I I can't wait for you to have your parents on again. You know, uh, funny story about that. This weekend, um, uh, well, last weekend, Fonny, you went to a coke orgy. This weekend, I went to a, I went to a gay soiree. Um, yeah, it was really cool. Is at this really nice house, like on the lakefront. You could walk outside, or literally anywhere in the house, because it's one of those houses with like a billion windows. Anywhere you were in the house, you could look out and see the skyline of downtown Cleveland. Beautiful. Oh. And we're there, and the alcohol is flowing, and there's, like, fancy hors d'oeuvres, and there's, like, powerful, like, nonprofit leaders, and then there's a bunch of activists, and then there's local elected officials and people running for office, and we're all, like, schmarming it up with each other. It's me, Gray, and my parents, and then we're having a great time talking to one of the local candidates, and it's just, like... Like, how did I fucking get here? So it's, I, mm-hmm. I completely forget where I was going with this point. What, what, what was I talking about? What were we talking about immediately before? Coke orgies. Before Coke orgies. Uh, getting things oh, from Capcom. My parents on the show. So this weekend, oh, yes. uh, after the festivities, the next day, uh, I was talking to them and asked if they could come back on the show and they said they'd have a great, wonderful time. So if you want to ask my uh, parents a question, I will only be asking them non-sexual, non-fetish questions. So if you have questions about 
appropriate questions about me or uh, or relationships because they've been married for 35 years. Uh, so they are fantastic at relationship questions. So submit those and I will compile them and we will record that. What if I ask um, a veiled question? Maybe I can slip one past you. Do tell. I don't know. <laughs> I don't have one in mind. That's fair. <laughs> I can obfuscate. The concept is good. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, is there anything uh, that we want to talk about in the life update segment before we get into our Patreon? You know everything that I've been up to. That is true. That is true. And by you, I mean the entire audience. Well, I, I don't. I don't know everything. How many partners do you have right now, Fawny? Um, good question. <laughs> Depends on the definition of partner. Um, <laughs> I just choked on uh, my water. I'm so sorry. That's such a good I answer. I haven't actually counted in a long time. Uh, it's under 10 mm -hmm. over four nice 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 <laughs> all of us nice uh with that uh going into the patreon segment before we start talking about the show in its entirety oh duh i forgot the thing that i did today that i wanted to talk about um not only did I get uh, my PS2 loading burned uh, games, you know, shh, don't tell Sony. I'm sure they care immensely. That was fun. That's what I'm going to be doing for the next two days because I just got vaccines in both my arms and I feel like ass. Oh, I bet. Yeah. So if I if I'm dragging ass in this episode, that is why. <laughs> um, I'll still love you. Oh, thank you. Okay. In the $1 vanilla tier, which gets you a username shout out, we have Casa, Danielle, Darlene, Lottel, Gosh Cheeks, Manic Pixie Panda, Nabby Red, Nabby Red Panda. There we go. And Raystar. In the $5 Kickster tier, which gets you access to our photo channel, we have Baby Alexi, Chells, Kyra, Lindsay, Lux, Meerkat, Ragtime, Retro, Skywalker Ranch, The Starling Family, and Stitchlet. Oh, wow, we're up to 18 people. Hi, everyone. How's it going? In the $10 fetishist tier, which gets you an extended shout out up to one sentence and access to our video channel, we have Luna, Mayachu, NeoCrypted, and Pandagoran. In the $15 center tier, which gets you some co-directorial input on the stuff we make here, we have Kaneko, who writes Ba Woo! In the $20 giving tier, which gets you everything, including your name written on my body for all of the pre-planned and like produced content, we have Ao, who writes, be the changes you want to see in the world. Briah, who writes, drink water, pee your pants. Daddy Gray, who writes in nothing because he, he forgot to submit a shout out this week, but that's OK. He says, have a good show. Uh, he's teaching a class right now because he's a college professor and he's now a dr gray and that's really hot oh, that i know so hot. dr daddy gray D dr daddy dr daddy, dr. daddy. Mm -hmm. he's officially dr daddy uh juice box spade jess cat who writes public service announcement p is throwing the balls no it's not uh let's call me joe who writes here's jazzy and funny season four is going to be lit lupin person alias who writes back to functioning 
Pope Felix, Sluggy, Soup, and Summer, who writes, be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already talked about my parents coming uh, back on the show. That's exciting. But Kimmy, we have a discussion topic that is in regards to you and the doming side of the BDSM equation. Yeah. So there's a top shortage. I don't know if you knew that. Supply this lines. might be completely new information. Um, but it's true. And so I have a friend named Lila Rose. And Lila Rose is a pro switch. And I met Lila at a party a year ago. And she was doing rope demonstrations. And I got to be the dummy. Nice. And so she tied me up. And specifically, she did a tie on my leg that was completely intended to cause pain. That's it. It wasn't even restrictive. It was purely sadistic. And so I'm, I'm howling while my leg is all bound. And she's like, oh, but it'll hurt so much more if I do this. And she sticks a chopstick into the knot and twists. Ooh. And oh, mm. somebody got a picture of me screaming. Ooh. And so after that, Lila Rose and I went and we started hanging out. And we started talking about stuff. Now, anybody who knows me from the usual bet, or anybody who follows my, my writings, knows I'm kind of a sick fuck. Such and strong language for such a beautiful little girl. So A delicate like, little flower. A delicate we, flower. We can do content warnings, and I can tell you about some of this stuff. I mean, you can absolutely do that. This is Dear Jazzy. We can we, we talked about a cocaine orgy last episode. That's true. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Major content warning. You can tune back in at the 36 minute time code. So uh, content warning, um, dismemberment, blood, knives, needles, um, and play involving fictional death. Sure. Okay. All right. Um, so Lila Rose and I go off by the campfire and we're hanging out and we're talking, we're connecting. Now, we're, this is a Littles party. She was teaching rope to Littles. Which is adorable. Which was, it, was, it was adorable. She loved it. It was fun. She said she'd do it again in a heartbeat. But we went off and we started having a conversation because like, I, could, I could feel her energy. And so we're hanging out and we're talking about all kinds of fucked up shit. <laughs> and I'm like, well, no, I'm, I'm actually really into the darker stuff. And she's like, yeah, how dark? And we start comparing notes. And then she's like, I've had my mouth sewn shut twice. And I'm like, shit, girl. Nice. Nice. I've always wanted to do that, but I'm too much of a coward. Oh, sutures are so good. Like, I I still haven't done the super glue. I want to have my lips super glued shut. And, like, we're hanging out and we're talking and we're bonding and we're laughing. And I'm loud. And so we've got all these littles looking at us while we're talking about all this fucked up shit. And we're like, oh, God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. We'll go over here. And I didn't see her for a year. I ran a short D&D game 
and invited her along because I really liked her. And we'd message like once every couple months. Well, I found out she was coming into town. And they said, would, would you visit me? And then I said, I've kind of got a crush on you. Aww. I've had a crush on you for a year. I've had a crush on you since like the first moment. You're so cool. And she's like, I have a crush on you too. <gasps> and it was so cute. And it was so wonderful. And I knew from previous conversations that she was kind of tired of topping. She's a masochist, primarily. She became a rigger um, because nobody else was doing it. There's a top shortage. Mm -hmm. And so she became the top she wanted to see in the world. And <laughs> yeah. she's a sadist and a rigger. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to fuck you up. You come to my place and I will annihilate you. I'm not a top. All the starlings were like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, I think they underestimated you. <laughs> they completely did. And they still don't fully believe me. Okay, so I don't know how much detail you want. And I don't know how much detail Lila would mind me going into, but we're both we're both freaks. So. If it's too much, I'll just edit it. Um, the content warning is still in effect, everyone. Oh, yeah. Basically, as long as I'm talking about my sex life. Um, I'm turned on by sp oddly specific threats of violence. And I, I've had a partner threaten to cut my feet off so I would never run from them again. Um, Daddy once threatened to break my legs in so many places that she would rearrange them and I would be a bonsai tree fuck doll. Um, she's offered to cut me fuck hole. Like, I, listen, the more specific the the hotter it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. As so, someone who has masturbated to the new Hannibal series, the one with uh, what's his nuts? Oh, fucking the really hot Lithuanian guy. Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen. Oh, he's so hot. He's so hot. Yes. As someone who has masturbated to the new Hannibal show, I totally get it. Like, there is something, like, about, like, the idea of something so viscerally violent and vile that it, like, transcends past, like, our ability to comprehend it. And it starts to, like, underflow our brain computers. Yep. So, actually, I want to know this. I want to know this mm -hmm. to, to, for, to both of you. Mm-hmm. When somebody delivers a particularly powerful dominant line or a threat, I get this sensation. It's mm -hmm. like electricity yeah. inside my brain. Mm -hmm. And it yes. shuts everything down, like everything, like complete sensory stop for a, a, mill, a few milliseconds. And it shoots down the rest of my body. But it's like this tingle and it's like this twitch. And I live for it. Do you experience that? Yes. 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 I'm not alone. So much so when uh, when my daddy and I started uh, fucking each other, 
and we we would be talking like dirty talking like over text i would send him the lightning bolt emoji and like oh. and because we were using iMessage at the time and you can hold down the send button and do all sorts of like fancy effects with the emoji so the better it was it'd be like lightning bolts all over the screen or one with like a spotlight or just like 70 in a row yeah definitely nice so lila came over and i took her upstairs to this room this very cluttered room and i figured out i would be a terrible sub for me I would absolutely hate me. I can't deal with brats. How fucking ironic is that? That is hilarious. <laughs> because that like, is your brand. <laughs> I know, right? Like, that's what I built my entire online presence on. Like, people call me a brat and I'm like, yeah, I'm a professional. And I couldn't deal with a brat. I've been the Dom and somebody mark, remarked in the comments that Dom and Top are not the same thing. And that is true. Uh, they, sh they should not be used interchangeably. They often are. Um, but at, that is the typical role. The Dom is typically the top and the sub is typically the bottom, but they are not the same thing. You can be a mm -hmm. sub and penetrate and you can be uh a dom and be penetrated mm -hmm. um so i need my sub to want it to want to be hurt and i know lyle is a masochist like this is one of the reasons i was so attracted to her in the beginning because it was like a kindred spirit like a moth to a flame and I want to inflict pain. I'm going to, I'm going to, can I call out Joe here? Sure. Okay. Cause I just did. Well, um, I, I guess that's a question for Joe. Joe, can I call you out here? Hey, right. that's consent. Um, so Joe has been exploring his sexuality. Sure has. Recently. And, um, I hang out in the Sophie and pudding discord a lot. And I just take questions, like, if anybody has anything, I'll talk about anything. Um, and so I'd been taunting Joe. Like, oh, you're such a subby bitch. Oh, you, you should kneel before me. You know, things that you joke to friends about. You should never, ever say kneel before me to somebody you're not in a consensual relationship with. It's not okay. Um, but we're, we're playing around as friends and I kept posting like, you know, the photos where they do the foreshortening and like the chain is going into the camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was doing pics like that. And so I, I don't know if you know this, I'm a writer mm -hmm. and I started making up a little story about it at the same time. And I'm decent at spinning words. And I had him hot and bothered to the point that we got kicked out of the picture channel because I was talking too much. Ooh. I had to go to a different channel. I get kicked out of channels all the time, love. And I did a tiny little micro purely by text scene with him. And 
I wrecked him, and it was awesome. Nice. I ended up validating him in the process, like in the middle of the scene. Aww. Like, like no, because he said something about, um, he said, I've never been able to kneel before somebody because I have my pride gets in the way. And I said, darling, that's perfectly valid. And that's not a bad thing. That's your, your body telling you that you're not ready to kneel before this person. You're not ready to submit to that. And that's okay. And you should honor that. And it doesn't make you less of a sub. And it doesn't make you a bad sub. Listen to those signals. And when you have built that trust in that relationship, you might find that you enjoy it. And also, I'm pretty sure we all watched Joe get trained as a puppy at CAP during your class. <laughs> That's true. Oh, That's he's true. typing. Oh, I wish I could have been there. Oh, so oh, good. I, wish I, I was just helping. <laughs> I was just helping Chelsea. Yeah, okay. You're just but, helping it. Oh, okay. Just helping. What, what, what was said? What was the impetus for me kissing you? Because I can't remember. And then we'll come back to that. Ooh. 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 <laughs> he was such a good puppy. So oh, he's a St. Took... Bernard. Oh, my goodness. Joe is hot. Joe's, yeah, he's good looking. Let me tell you. Joe, you're, that's you're cool. good looking. Um, so Lila and I went up to my room. And I told her stories. I was a demon she had summoned to fulfill her fantasies. That's and so the play scene. was that I was going to make her live out these fantasies. And so I'm laying down next to her, over her, and I'm telling her stories. And I am interacting with her body to produce sensations that are analogous to what's happening in the story. So... One of the scenarios was she was paralyzed with drugs and posed in an art gallery of living sculptures. And the sadist was planting roses around her feet that were going to grow and climb for the duration of her stay, which would be forever. That is a so, Hannibal scene. That's wow. beautiful. While I'm telling the story, I'm pinching her legs, starting at the ankle and working upward. And so I'm giving her the pain that she wants as a masochist. And I'm, give, I'm stimulating her brain with my evil. And I probably ran her through six scenarios before she began screaming. And the next morning, I went downstairs. Somebody said, oh, I heard you lost last night. And I'm like, lost? What do you mean? And they're like, I heard the screaming. I heard you screaming. I was like, darling, that wasn't me. And then here's Lila Rose blushing. <laughs> and I said, Lila. Who was screaming last night? She's like, me. Oh. And then I took her over to my daddy's place and we all had group sex. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. High quality. Yeah. 
Excellent. I got to see Lila orgasm purely from pain. Ooh. I've never, I've never witnessed a pain-gasm before. It was incredible. Manja! That's the good shit. Yeah. This episode, Dear Jazzy, is brought to you by Padding Power, the ABDL-themed trading card game from Zakiru. If you're looking to collect and play a great new card game while supporting creators in our community, please visit PaddingPowerTCG.com. You can also join the community Discord where you can connect with fellow players and get a game or two in. Plus, me and Fani both have signature cards. Again, PaddingPowerTCG.com. So, I'm thinking about opening a Dom Twitter. Okay. Um, where I can spew evil out into the universe. Um, where, because it's sexy. What do you think? And about still validate. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you thinking about for a handle? I'm not sure. I like the demon angle. You know, that's a great, great angle because there's so many like, you know, arts and scenes of like, you know, sub summons the demon, the, you know, and, and like all the things like that's a really, really like adorable angle. Joe says the demon gardener. Well, see, that was just one scene. She also got gang banged by werewolves and torn to pieces. Uh, um, yeah. She was she was dragged naked across a parking lot by a kidnapper and thrown into a trunk. Like, that was just one scene. I'm hearing lots of monster fucker themes. We're both monster fuckers. Nice. <laughs> Three, yeah. Very nice. Ooh. I personally am not a monster fucker. I know a lot of monster fuckers, and I love that energy for y'all. It's so fun. Yeah. yeah. And- <laughs> Are you are you also a monster fucker fan? Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Uh, what's what's your go to? Kaiju type. Kaiju. You yep. want to get torn in half? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. The tongue. The tongue is big. <laughs> nice. Ooh, good angle. Uh, mm-hmm. Joe called out my favorite. Vampires. The Lamia. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um. Because being coiled by the snake and then taunted with the tail while still having hands and tongues. Nice. Mm. Nice. Yeah. I'm all about it. I love that. Oh, yeah. Thinking about opening a Dom Twitter account. Going to be a demon. Already bought some masks. Already bought some claws. Very nice. Very well, nice. Sounds like it's decided. Yeah. Are you thinking well, about doing like I a... Do. Are you going to do like a Patreon or some like uh, like video stuff for that or just pictures? Uh, I might do some video stuff. Um, I might do like TikToks. Ooh. Like TikTok sounds. Okay. Um, but I jump into hobbies like constantly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I'm sitting next to a sewing machine because I'm doing my first ever cosplay. Oh, you want to talk about sewing? Uh, we can. I'm we a, can. I'm, I'm, my I'm, Halloween costume is like half dismantled behind me. <laughs> what, is, what, is, what is your Halloween costume? A slutty elf. Nice. Slutty elf. Very nice. Now, are you adhering the ears with like spirit gum or are you using? I'm lazy. Um, um, I have eyelash glue. Oh, oh nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Okay. Like it's something that I already have. It's skin safe. Easy to remove. Nice. And if they get torn off during sex, uh, it's not going to be much of a problem. Ooh, cosplay That's fucking. Fair. Very nice. Oh, oh, absolutely. Scenario. If you think I'm not going to get some dick on Halloween night, you are sorely <laughs> mistaken. <laughs> get some Somebody fucking spooky some fucking penis. 
I've, uh, there's I've this, done... Oh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. There's this meme that was just like, oh, I, I forget. It was really fucking funny. It was something about like spooky penis or like I'm about to be like a hoe pumpkin or it, I forget what it was, but it was really clever and really funny. It was like a one-off tweet by some random account that accidentally went outside of their audience and just like blew up and they're like, oh shit, oops. Oh, what God. you're going to have to do is edit uh, that into the episode later. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was just such a visceral response that I had just like, no. Fair enough. <laughs> I could. <laughs> and, and that's the end of the sentence, but. Well, you just left room for it right there. I, I could. Blank. I guess we'll see. Likely not. Because <laughs> you get I, the same response to that, uh, like, same, like, physical, like, ugh, as I get whenever people are just like, oh, your sewing is so nice. You could sell it. Ugh. I'm not <sighs> good enough that anybody will ever say that. They look at mine and go, you tried. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm not good. I, I haven't sewn anything in a long, long time. Um... So, like, I'm just getting back into the hobby. Mm -hmm. And it's purely for this cosplay. I want to be Momo from The Executioner and Her, the Executioner and her Way of Life. Oh, okay. Okay. Which is an anime nobody's ever seen. It was from this year. And uh, Momo is a supporting character who's wildly obsessed with the main character. And... She is very oh, shit, love you, senpai. Yeah, right. She's got this little white dress and black leggings and white sneakers and adorable pink pigtails. Yes. With ribbons. The ribbons are important. With ribbons. Gotta have the ribbons. And she goes crazy and kills people. So like She sure does. Wow. I love her. For those of us uh wondering. Yes. Oh, there's a GIF. And there is a very obnoxious motorcycle outside my window. Sorry about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I like what I see. Yeah. So it's going to be my first ever cosplay. Very fun. Miss um, Lemon does cosplay all the time and just opened her own Etsy shop. Yeah, let's um, plug it. Can we plug it real quick? I, I would love to. It's Fluffy Lemons on Etsy. All right, I'm going to because people kept saying, "Oh, you're so good at sewing, you could sell it." You could <laughs> sell it. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> uh I can I'm not I'm I'm having trouble pulling up a link. If anyone's able to throw a link in the chat, that would be stellar. And that's more reason for us to have uh Miss Lemon back on the show. Uh, it should be yes. Oh. There oh, we go. Beat me to it. There we go. It was funny, and she drew her logo herself. Oh, so yeah. cute! I love her she's style. She's such a sweetie. She's she's the greatest. She's literally the best babysitter ever. She's like, if you want a soft CG, she's peak. Like, literally, yeah. She, 
people should aspire to be her if they want to be soft CG. Definitely. Definitely. Gray is up there at the top for me, but he's also exclusive to me. So, you know, it's hard to put him on the hierarchy. But, like, Miss Lemon is just, like, perfect. So is 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 Mr. Gray soft on? He is incredibly soft and caring with me. Uh, oh. When it comes to, like, actually, like, because there are some things that I cannot do. Which is funny because it's just like, you know, I've had like flaming hot wax poured all over me. I've had uh, like all sorts of like knife work and like I've been like I have like a bunch of piercings and like, you know, like I am not over. I literally started like falling asleep while getting floggered like me and me and and it's so relaxing for me. It's literally so relaxing. It's just like me and pain. We have a relationship, you know. But there are some things that I won't do, like receiving a bull whip. I will not be bull whipped because there was a person at our dungeon uh, who was incredibly talented with a whip and would just like crack it and do like unbelievable amounts of damage. And I'm like, no, that that there's the line. I finally found my line. There it is. I will not. I cannot get single tail bull whipped. So Gray wants to get good at single tail bull whip. And I said, you know, even though, you know, you and I are monogamous, we're exclusive to each other. I want you to be able to enjoy that because I want to watch it. So we have, you know, and that that's like one of the things. Uh, so he is very hard dumb in that regard where it's just like ah yes there's blood on the floor again but also just like he's like incredibly soft and caring with me like like he always makes sure that i fall asleep in his arms when he when i was sick with covid and i had to spend two weeks away from him he would like facetime me like every single day so we could spend time and eat together like really 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 soft and caring and just like it's really adorable because he and i you know we're both like goth alternative you know he's literally covered head to toe in tattoos 17 piercings multiple body modifications and he's just like the softest like daddy ever will just like carry me and just like put me into bed and tuck me in with like some stuffies and just like mm, so cute so and cute. seeing like tattooed hands like hands with tattoos on them holding a diaper mind alteringly That's sexy so yeah yeah exactly just so sexy i don't know how we we got off on the topic of like oh because oh, we were talking about how amazing uh miss lemon is and how yes. soft she is yes i'm sorry how, I, I feel like i um, hijacked that no listen it's awesome also oh. mr gray so intimidating to me <laughs> he gets that a lot <laughs> he's so intimidating to me like his presence fills a room mm -hmm. like it's like oh if i upset this person he's gonna kill me <laughs> <laughs> his um he his silence is deafening i'll put it like that absolutely definitely yeah, Joe, you've been over to our house and slept over a couple of times. Uh, 
<laughs> you said uh he said in the chat i wanted to impress him when i met him well you succeeded he thinks you're really cool so you know uh, joe is really cool joe is really joe, cool do you do you remember why i kissed you what who decided what there was a reason <laughs> he can't remember, oh, can't remember. he was just here for the kiss he's just like i don't need a reason fuck it kimmy's hot <laughs> well he was sense? like he was starstruck what's that funny oh i said that makes sense oh thank you i'd kiss you too oh mm -hmm. okay i was going to say it's i think i think book. i think Vi just took notes <laughs> are, yeah are, are we gonna make out at capcom oh absolutely yes yes I'm an exhibitionist if you want to put on a show. Oh, let's fucking uh, I sure go. I'll do. do you want to kiss? Yes! Me? I was at a coke orgy. You heard that? Okay, so. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, we're back um, on the cocaine orgy. So a while ago, I was a little bit like kind of confused with what was happening with the, the usual partner that I have. And uh, I was kind of complaining to one of my close coworkers, like, I don't know why he's saying that I'm not very forward. I'm usually the first, like, I think I would be the first person with my clothes off at the orgy. And yes, that was correct. I was the first person with my clothes off at the orgy because I was like, okay, we're this is happening. Everyone's going to look at me now and we're all going to have sex. Yes. I I am also a slut and I'm mm -hmm. all about this. So Fawny and mm -hmm. I are making out next Capcom. You heard it here. Yep. I, think and, uh, I hear that there's a top shortage. So someone's going to be pushed up against a wall and then it's not going to be me. Is that new ink? Yeah, Joe's asking me to show it, and I'm having a really hard time. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> that's it's really great. good. The, the shading on the tail is incredible. Yeah, that shading Ooh. is nuts. Oh, that's so good. I'm back in the chair on Saturday for nice. my second. That's a beautiful box. <laughs> I don't know when I'm back in the chair next, but I can't wait to get more tattoos. They feel so nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like getting tattooed, it was was one of the most relaxing experiences. Not for you. I did not enjoy it. Mm, mm -hmm. And so my meta, who's a masochist, is like, "Oh, you're gonna love it. It's fa <laughs> fantastic." And I didn't enjoy it. I read a book the whole time. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a sharp pain, and I like broad pain. Mm -hmm. Sure, absolutely. I think the lining needle was the best part. The coloring and the shading needles kind of suck. Mm. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and Fawny. Agreed. Fawny. Yeah, what's up? I'm thinking about marketing myself as the mind fuck dom. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love that. Does that sound like a good time? You better claim that sure handle does. on Twitter right now. Nobody take it from me. Nobody take that handle. The show hasn't <laughs> been edited or released yet as we're having this conversation. So grab it right now. I'm, I'm going to do it right now. Hang Excellent. Out. Excellent. Mm -hmm. uh, so I feel like that I is a really good. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Fonny. Oh, I was just going to say, like, this entire time I've been thinking about how fun it would just be for me and Gray to hang out together around a bunch of littles. Because, you know, I would just pick up a nice energy and it would just be so fun you two would get along famously i'm really trying to convince him to come to capcom i really am yeah um and a fun thing happened the other week that sorry ethan you didn't know about this but like um so whenever i like 
am with my usual partner, he's more of a, a top than I am. So like, I usually let him take the lead. Yeah, you can, you can top. That's fine. Um, and whenever we have anyone else in the, in the, the situation, um, it's kind of a hierarchy of him and then me and then this other person. So I got to kind of switch and be also a top with him. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then it was him and me and Ethan kind of hanging out in a situation, I think a little bit more than a week ago. And at the table in public, I just like get this feeling of like, I feel so powerful right now. Like I'm with my usual partner. There's the, the guy that I sometimes babysit for. And I just like turn to Ethan and I'm like, if you're good, I'll get you a treat from McDonald's or some shit like that. It's like out loud in front of the other usual partner. Yes. Oh, that's the best vibes right there. Those are the best vibes. And I so, could I could see Ethan just like falling apart inside. Ooh, yeah, I was going to say I can like smell the key smashing right now. Yeah, <laughs> there, there it is. is. <laughs> there it is. There it is. It's happening. It's happening. Pick the dice pair with the same icon facing up. What the fuck kind of capture is this? Uh-huh. Fuck, uh-huh. it's a mind puzzle. Well, know, I'm a little. I can't do this shit. So, Fonny, do you not identify as a little? Uh, here and there, but that's part of the Switch thing, right? Oh, you know, that's like, fair. It's got to be with the right person. It's got to be at the right time. It just, it is. So, henching is also how I started getting into topping. Um, my daddy has another partner named Miss Calla, and I started getting off on, like, daddy would be doming Miss Calla, and I'd be helping, like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll hand you the knife. Um, and so I started, like, whispering horrible things to her about what was going to happen to her, and this is how this was her life now, and you know hot stuff and that's how it started so yeah samesies mm-hmm. yeah it's really fun and i got to kind of like it's a kind of a good cop bad cop situation where like he is definitely more mean and domineering than i am and then i get to come in and be like you're doing so good you are such a good girl oh my god yeah and yes. i think a good girl might get to come for him huh Ooh. <laughs> mm, i could eat that up with a spoon baby that's Funny, good I shit like you. that's good yeah. shit. <laughs> god that's so good fuck uh, i'm still doing the captcha <laughs> <laughs> Um, How am I not surprised? <laughs> uh, so Summer says that we are an hour in already, which is fantastic because here at Dear Jesse, we do like long episodes and giving people something that they can binge all at once or listen to throughout the week on their commutes. Uh, but my question for the class is, uh, do we feel that this is a good transition point to start uh, going into some questions? Yes. Yeah, and oh, we can circle back around to a, a previous um, concept with this first one here. Excellent. Uh, my question is, is it all right with you two lovely ladies if I read the questions and just kind of like do my best? Because, you know, like I said, I have my body is now fighting two vaccines at once and I have a terrible immune system. So I'm starting to like 
starting to like slow down a little bit so when i said i might drag ass can i can i claim that i am dragging ass part of our conversation before the show yeah wonderful jazzy yes hi i got i got at mindfuck dom on twitter oh i'm good i i'm at mindfuck dom at mindfuck dom follow Oh, no, 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 it's the wrong one. It's the wrong one. <laughs> Mind fuck Dom. Did At- you do D-O-M? <laughs> D-O-M-M-E, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I just got. Is it not done? Did I misspell it? No, no, no. I went to the wrong one. I spelled it D-O-M. I'm your first follower. Yay! I'm the legit I'm the second. Woo! Aww. I'm going to fuck your mind. So I'm going to say horrible, horrible shit to you. <laughs> Yay. I'm going to fuck your mind. You're literally <laughs> the cutest fucking person. Do you know that? Am I really? Yes. Well, thank you. You are. Uh, before we get into the questions, I just wanted to like throw something out there. It was like by far one of the cutest things I've ever seen at Capcom of the three I've been to, but specifically the cutest thing that I saw at this Capcom was at the playground, you and Luna were on the teeter totter. And that was the single most precious, innocent thing I, I saw. It was so cute and wholesome and just loving and perfect in every single way. And like you two had like these big giant smiles on your faces. It was like watching like, you know those like fox preserves in uh in Japan where all the foxes just run around and snuggle and play with each other? It was like watching that. Like two foxes just playing with each other. It was so cute. I miss Luna. They were so much fun. They were so sweet and kind. And it meant a lot to me that we could I see them typing. Uh Aww. that we could spend that time together. And like I haven't talked to them since Cap. Well, there's your invitation, Luna. You yeah. should fix that. <laughs> so, uh, the, oh, oh my God, the response. Oh, they said, Luna says, I miss you too. I have a huge smile thinking about that. I do too. Aww. You can see it. <laughs> the vibes are good on the show tonight. I'll tell you what. Despite the fact that I said horrible things on your show today. I know what I said. I said the vibes are good tonight. <laughs> I know exactly what I said. All right. This first question comes from, is that daddy? No, he's not home yet. Fuck. Uh, this question, uh, this first question comes from our dear friend. Let's call me Joe who writes, Hey Jazzy, this question is for the Kimmy episode in bold and italics. Dear Kimmy. A few weeks back on the Sophie and Pudding Discord server, shout out to the Starlings, we were discussing power exchanges and how my pride often prevented me from begging slash pleading during scenes involving this dynamic. You countered that. You countered. Uh, you countered that uh, me saying my pride was getting in the way uh, meant that I was not relaxed or comfortable in that situation yet, which is something I had never considered before. I was wondering if you could expand on that and also what what you mean when you say that submission is a gift, not a sacrifice. 
and that is from Joe, pronounced he, him, and that was fantastic therapy for my dyslexia. Okay. Well, Joe, who I've never seen before and is writing into the show, like, I assume for the first time. Longtime writer, first time listener. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I already answered most of this question, which means we get to jump to the juicy bit. Submission is a gift. Dominance is a gift. They are gifts that are exchanged. It's called a power exchange relationship because one of you is giving up power and the other is accepting that power. Note that I did not say taking that power. The other is accepting that power. Because remember, consent is not consent unless you are able to withdraw it. It must be reversible. So, submission is a gift. A lot of subs, and if you two resonate with this, please chime in, um, feel guilty about submitting. You do a scene, the the sub receives all the attention. They're doing these things to me. They're giving me the things that I want. I am selfish. I should be doing more for them. Does that sound familiar? Mm-hmm. This okay. is really common for subs. But what you're missing as a sub in the situation is that it's consensual on both ends. And just because you don't understand their desire to dominate you does not mean that it's not just as meaningful to them. Because ironically, doms, tops, doms, often feel guilty. Especially sadists. Because they are taking from the sub. They are inflicting harm upon, not harm. They are inflicting hurt upon the sub. Always hurt, never harm. They are taking what they want and it feels selfish to them and so you're both sitting there thinking that you're the asshole and nobody's the asshole submission is a gift because a dominant will get just as much meaning ideally from that submission which must be offered freely It must be done from a place of vulnerability. It must be done with trust. In some cases, you are literally putting your life in the hands of your partner. The first time I put on a straitjacket, I was like, oh, fuck. They could kill me. And that would be it. But I was with a partner that I trusted. And I went with it. And now I'm much freakier. Submission is a gift because it has to be freely given and because it has to be freely accepted. Dominance is a gift for that same reason. I had another point, but I derailed myself. So there we go. Uh, I'm just going to jump in here and also kind of, yeah, this, it, it makes a lot of sense to me because like whenever you submit, you shouldn't have to be giving up a part of yourself or like putting away any part of yourself. 
And that's the difference between a gift and a sacrifice, right? Like a sacrifice is, you know, cutting off your nose to spite your face and it being a gift is saying, yes, I trust you and I'm going to have fun with you. And it's it's going to feel good. One of the sayings that I carry in my back pocket, I never have pockets. I just like that saying. And anybody who hangs out with me knows that I have a bunch of these, like, at all the time. Like, you can't set yourself on fire to keep someone else warm. Yes. And that's what Fawny's saying. And if it feels like a sacrifice, if submitting feels like a sacrifice, like you're giving something up, or if dominating feels like a sacrifice, like it drains you, like when you're done, it's you you just want to lay down and do nothing. Then maybe that's not the right role for you. Or maybe you're not doing the flavor that you need to do. Because we've talked about hard doms and soft doms and pleasure doms and sadists. There are so many different flavors of dominance and so many different different flavors of submission. And it's okay if one's not for you. I could never dom a brat. It would be frustrating to me. It would feel like my gift wasn't being honored. And that's one thing that I always check with my dominant partners. I'm like, I am a brat. You are not going to be able to train me because this is not a behavior that I want to change. I'm going to be a smart ass because I want you to hit me. And so the true sadist says, well, then I won't hit you. Oh, yep. <laughs> I hate that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, I had topped in the past. I had domed in the past. And I didn't like it. It left me feeling empty and drained. And I just wanted to be in the other position. And that's why... I said for the longest, and that's why all of the starlings laughed when I was like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the top tonight. I'm going to do the doming. Um, but yeah, I just hadn't found the right way to express it. Turns out when you have a very, very willing masochist and you're a sick fuck, that you can have a lot of fun. And it was the first time in my life that I have ever felt fulfilled when doming. I was so excited at the end of it like I could have run laps around the house it was fantastic so there you go Joe <laughs> the only that's thing that, awesome the only thing I have to add besides this is that I was nodding so much to what I was hearing like I kept nodding yes that now my neck hurts because I'm at this no. point of like getting a vaccine where your joints hurt a little bit. Oh no. So now I'm like, yes, nodding. And now my neck hurts. So now you can sign language. Yes. I'm just going to be <laughs> hitting the sign language. Yes. For every <laughs> single word you two say in these questions, in these questions, uh, sorry, I hit the mute button on accident. Oh no. <clears throat> uh, just one more thing before I'm ready to move on. Um, Joe said that they weren't quite comfortable or weren't quite ready to, you know, put their pride aside to, to beg and plead during a scene. Oh, so much of that has to do with trust as well, right? 
like trusting your partner to, you know, take you seriously to, um, you know, play along and not think that you're doing something silly. Right. Absolutely. And for me, it's, it's, that's what gets in the way of like, is like thinking that what I'm doing is like, what I'm doing is silly and that my partner will like laugh at me for doing something demeaning, you know? So, so it's demeaning. a lot of trust. Go ahead. Yeah. So I, I have to, I really have to build up a trust with someone before I'm able to like, just kind of get out of my head and let go and play. And you should, it should yeah. take time. Because yeah. if you're not approaching your partners with caution, mm -hmm. then you're not treating yourself kindly. And you mentioned, um, what was the word? It wasn't degradation. I don't recall. Demeaning. Don't recall. Demeaning. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I have an entire speech on the difference between humiliation and shame. Mm -hmm. And this is a very important thing to understand about yourself. I can't take shame. At Me all. neither. I can take a fuck ton of humiliation. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And so understanding that could be another key to learning how you like to submit. Mm -hmm. I'm going to write down a note later for you to share that with me because like, viscerally, I understand the difference, but I wouldn't be able to put it in words for anyone else, I suppose. So I need that resource from you. I'll be happy to give it on the show later if you want. There we go. Okay. And I'm ready to move on. I just saw you text that to our group chat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. This next one is also from Joe, uh, because this is a question specifically uh, for Kimmy. Uh, another one another one yeah are you reading the same one twice no it's a separate it's a whole another one uh joe writes once again as a follow-up question if you have time can you discuss what you mean when you said we don't choose our fetish our our fetish chooses us when we had a different impromptu talk in the smp server thank you again joe he him okay we do not choose our fetish. Our fetish chooses us. Nobody knows precisely how or why a fetish is formed. Typically, it has to do with trauma or a situation that wasn't handled correctly in the past. But just like you don't choose the humans that you are attracted to, you don't choose the things that turn you on. And there are lots of people out there who are ashamed of their fetishes. It's a big problem in the ABDL community. And it's okay. It's okay. As long as you're not hurting yourself or others. As long as you're not harming yourself or others. As long as everything's done with love and consent there's nothing to be ashamed of. I know the precise fucking moment that an interest in diapers became a fetish in my life. And it was big fucking trauma. Because my mother sucks. 
Um, would you like to hear the story or should I move on? If you feel safe to share and sure. you don't feel like it will, you know, do uh, emotional harm to you, you, no. you have the platform. So I've, I've processed this enough in various therapies. I've been in therapy a long time, friends. That it's not gonna it's not gonna negatively affect me emotionally. Wonderful. Good. So when I was five years old, my younger sibling was born. And that comes with the usual sibling rivalry. Oh, the lack of attention. Five-year-olds aren't exactly sentient. Um and so I was drawn to the diaper. It was soft, it was comforting, and it was a symbol of that love. And so I asked my mother to put one on me, because why wouldn't you? This is a person that I love and trust. And so she did. And then she stood me in front of the mirror and she said, look how stupid you look. Think about how all your friends would laugh at you if they saw you this way. You would not have any friends. Everyone would leave you. So don't do this. This is not okay. That's incredibly fucked up. My mom sucks. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Oof. And so... Yeah, diaper fetish. <laughs> and diapers. Because it turns out... It turns out if you shame a non-sentient creature who later becomes sentient, they're kind of fixated on that memory that they never really got to fully understand. And it percolates in the back of their head for the rest of their lives. And they have to talk about it in therapy. Conquering that trauma and owning it is like the ultimate middle finger. Mm -hmm. Well, my mother may or may not be alive at at this point. I don't know. Last I heard, she was in a trailer park in Missouri. And sorry, mom, I'm not taking care of your ass. You didn't take care of mine. That's we snap for art in this house. That I support that wholeheartedly. So and yeah, I relate. I relate to having a mom who just responded in the most immature way. So, yeah, solidarity on that one. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What was the question? <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. We didn't um, choose our fetish. Our fetish chooses us. Okay. There are some very unsavory fetishes. Mm-hmm. There are some very harmless fetishes. There are some hyper-specific fetishes. Did you know that blowing cigarette smoke into a balloon and then releasing it is a specific fetish? I, I did. didn't know that. I did. I I learned that one years ago, and I was very surprised. I didn't know that there was a schism in the balloon community between poppers and non-poppers. Oh, my fucking Jesus, there is. People have been doxxed. So much sense. People have literally been doxxed about popping the wrong toys. (laughs) It is fucking crazy. And, like, because this isn't my fetish, I can understand, like, logically, why this would be upsetting but I can't experience that same upsetness. So I can, I can sympathize, but I can't necessarily empathize, but I can try. I can be kind. 
I can show empathy, even though I cannot understand that situation. It's and like, go ahead. It's like the difference between telling someone I understand and saying, I, I heard what you said. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like the difference between being able to hear someone and listen to someone and being able to actually understand what they're experiencing. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's the difference between I've walked this journey. My journey can never be exactly the same as yours because we are not the same person. But I have walked a journey that I resonate with your struggle. I identify with your problem and I hurt for you because I have hurt this way. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, I am. Yeah, this is slam poetry. Snap, snap, snap. Oh, yeah. It's not your fault if you like weird stuff. Um, I had a long struggle for a long time on whether or not I was a good feminist because people saying misogynist things to me in a consensual way. Oh, girl, tell me about it. Yeah. Right? Seriously, yes. Like, can I be a good feminist if I want him to tell me that I'm a, a bimbo whore only good for fucking? God. God. Mm. Thank you. Say it louder. It is, it is feminist because I have the option. Yes. Exactly. It took me yeah. a lot of soul searching to come to that conclusion. Yeah, I have the option and other people have the option to say no thank you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And as a feminist, you have the power to take that back. Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden also you don't like it anymore, that's what's hot. Exactly. Hold on, hold on. Let me show you. So I just started dating a new guy. Ooh. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Who has a shoe fetish? Okay. And okay. like, I don't, I don't have Second a good way. fetish. I have, I have, yeah, I have paraphilias. Okay. Look at these motherfuckers. Ooh, beautiful. Okay, nice. so let's see. We've got a platform boot, lace-up black platform boot. What is that heel? Like six, six inches? Six inches. Six inches. I love how we could just look at it and tell. That's incredible. So I, I bought those for our first date together. Sick. And his tastes are hyper-specific. Because I needed a new pair of Demona boots, right? I need, I need fuck you stompy boots for my concerts. Because mm-hmm. I, I went to Lacuna Coil recently, and Ooh. I went in sneakers, and that was a crime. Oh. <laughs> May I ask what, what range of height you're in? Uh, I am 5'5". Five five. Okay. <gasps> I could put you on my hip. Yeah, Kimmy is you? a pocket puppy. <laughs> I'm only 5'8", but still, it's it's the thought that counts. Daddy's 5'10", and calls me backpack girlfriend. Oh! <laughs> my heart! But I bought these um, for our first date, because I knew he had a shoe fetish. Like, it's our first fucking date. I don't know if I'm going to bounce off this guy. I don't know if his energy is going to be completely wrong. But he's a socialist and a vegan and into kink and BDSM and feminist. And I'm just willing to take the chance on that one. And our second date is this week. Um, yeah, exciting. But he has hyper specific tastes. I was like, what do you think of this Demona boot? I need to buy new Demona boots. He's like, no, I, I don't like that one. I'm like, but it's got it's got a really tall heel. He's like, no, I don't like that one. I said, I understand. Okay. Yeah. And he was like, I can, 
I, I, so I kept shopping, right? And I'm like, well, what about this one? He's like, how did he say it? I, he said, I have hyper-specific tastes, and this has gone very badly for me in the past with pre previous partners. I get frustrated when they're trying to shop for shoes with me because I want specific things. And I said, I hear that you're feeling really afraid right now. I hear that you're feeling defensive because you have been hurt in the past and you're afraid to experience that hurt again. And I hear that and I understand it and I'm really sorry that happened to you. And if you feel comfortable, I would like to continue this. I would like to earn your trust in this and show you that I understand. Let's shoe shop together. That is so powerful. He didn't mm -hmm. choose to have this hyper-specific fetish. What were you going to say, Fwani? Oh, I, uh, I was agreeing. I don't know if my microphone picks up everything. Yeah, I heard you. Okay. But, um, yeah. But, yeah, no, I that just... makes sense. Yeah, having something that you can share with them. Like, you can have your own shoes that you enjoy. You can get your own whenever you want. But yeah. if you are searching for something from him so that you can enjoy something together. Exactly. Sense. That makes sense. Uh-huh. But he has pain and trauma over this. And it's just shoes. He has pain and trauma over liking shoes, which is, like, a very common fetish. Mm-hmm. But because his so. is specific and he has frustrated partners in the past, he is hurt. He didn't choose this fetish. The fetish chose him. There you go, Joe. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Sorry, I had to mute to cough. I'm feeling it right now. Oh, that's sorry, okay. Honey. Yeah. I'm really uh, enjoying this conversation. I'm glad that we're doing the show. I am too. I'm so happy you could like we could schedule you and have all these wonderful discussions and everything, even if I am feeling crummy. I'm sorry you're feeling crummy. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. You look great. Thank you. You look amazing. Thank you. Look you look very kissable. Well, <laughs> uh, I was going to say, as someone who is very into Medfet, feeling under the weather is not a problem for me. <laughs> He's going to get taken care of. Exactly. Aww. It's mm, so good. <laughs> this episode of Dear Jazz is brought to you by AB Universe, the world's leading provider of ABDL and Incon products. If you want to support the show while restocking your petting stash, check out at oddswithgod.com slash sponsors or the sponsors channel in our Discord for 10% off your order of 50 or more. Uh, this question, uh, which I just added to the notes, comes from Briya, which I need to click on Briya to check pronouns gender fluid. Cool. They, them. Uh, Briya writes, Dear Jazzy, Fani, and Kim Thulu, if present, why is non-consensual mental regression so prevalent in the little community, mainly in stories and games? For a community that is so big on consent, why is so why is there so much written about non-con or you know cnc i can imagine you know talking about this mm -hmm. and that is from Briya. pronouns they them kimmy go for it i've got i've got this one i so thoroughly understand this one and i've written about it at length the reason 
non-consensual regression or non-consensual diapering in the case where it lacks regression um, is so prevalent is because this is a quote-unquote shameful fetish. And so if it's non-consensual, then it's not your fault that you're enjoying it. You yes. are relieved of the burden of shame because you didn't choose it. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it means it means there is someone who really wants this to happen to you. Also true. Mm-hmm. So um, I discovered that. So I've always been quiet during sex. I'm a very quiet fuck. Um, because there was always people in the house mm-hmm. when I was going through my, you know, sexual awakening. And I learned that if I have a gag in my mouth, I could scream like a banshee because I have the freedom to make noise. I have the freedom to do that without fear of bothering someone because the choice was taken away from me. And it's the same thing. It's okay to want what you want. And it's okay to want what you want forced upon you. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Fantasizing is a big part of having a fetish. And also, Fonny, you hit it on the head. Like, somebody else being the one who wants it. Yes. Alleviates that guilt. And that, yeah, that's, that's what I like so much about stories that have um, that element in it, like the, the non-consensual mental regression, where it's just kind of like, well, someone or something is doing this to me, which means there is an entity out there that wanted this to happen and is going to be happy that I'm in this situation. Exactly. I, just, I, want, I, want, I want my partners to be happy. That's it. <laughs> Bonnie. So, uh, hi. Yes. Have you read my book? No, not yet. You're going to have to get <gasps> to me. You haven't read my book? Funny, what the I'm hell? Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to put myself in the corner right now. <laughs> corner. No, don't go. Corner. I don't want you to be in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fonny's going to get the bell. Oh, oh shit. It didn't even work. <laughs> I think that's the... <laughs> you both saw me try to hit the bell and it didn't ring. Yes, I... Oh, that attempt. Oh, my fucking... And I'm so proud of you. <laughs> How did I fuck that up? <laughs> Ow, it hurts so much. What the hell is even about? So I'm just going to hear it. I'm going to be like, uh, yeah? Thumbs up? Ow. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Uh, do we want okay. to do the next? Uh, hey, now. Do we want to do the next one? Yes. Okay. Uh, this is from Lexi. Pronouns she, her, dear Jazzy and Fonny. What are five things every little should try at least once? Ooh. Okay. I don't think we have to come up with all five of them all at the same time. What if the three of us, we all come up with a list, like a non-ordered list? Mm-hmm. 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 Definitely Capcom. Yeah. Yes, that's number one yeah. on the list. Specifically being around, Capcom. Yes. Like, being around that community where it becomes normalized is so healthy. Mm-hmm. When you finally go, I'm not alone. These are my people. They understand me. Mm-hmm. 
Capcom. Yes. This is something every little should do. Absolutely. I uh, think... Cuddle puddle. Cuddle puddle. Definitely. Yeah. Embracing cuddle, cuddle. childhood nostalgia is a huge one. Mm -hmm. mm. Just stacking blocks with someone else. Oh. Yeah. Or like, let's condense that into uh, cuddle puddle as like structured group playtime. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yes. Cuddle puddle isn't necessarily well, playtime though. It's physical comfort. It's comfort and it's touch. That's true. Yeah. There's there's the passive and then there's the active. Exactly. IRL together time. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Hmm. Listening to the Beer Jazzy show. Oh, <laughs> listening to the <laughs> usual bet. <laughs> That's not my show. You don't have to shill that one. I, mean, I haven't even been on in like a month. I mean, I will shill it though. <laughs> um. Oh, I, I had I had a point, and then I lost it. I'm so sorry. No, oh, that to people. Should try commissioning an ABDL artist. Yes. Commissioning oh, an ABDL one. artist. You can get so many fun things. It's true. You can have uh, fantasies fulfilled. I've got mm -hmm. four different Ruru arts and one that's in process right now. Nice. Thank you. Oh, yeah. I think uh, definitely the fifth one could be doing some sort of public outing in your normal everyday clothes, but with a diaper underneath. Yes. Trip to the zoo. Trip to the mm -hmm. zoo is peak. I, is. I've also gone to Cedar Point padded. That was a very good decision. Agreed. So, agreed. Not that? mandatory, but agreed. Uh... Now, are we doing five collectively? Yeah, but we can also like keep throwing sticks on this oh, bonfire. Okay. I, I like throwing sticks. <laughs> Do you like catching thrown sticks? Uh, no. I like chasing <laughs> them, though, and then not bringing them back to you. Ooh, spicy. I like that. <laughs> All right, what's, where are some other things? Um, outing's a really, really good one. Um, drinking from a bottle or a sippy or whatever is age-appropriate for your little self. Definitely. True, true, true. Um, baking with a responsible adult. Oh, yeah, that's fun. Uh, Jazzy, mm -hmm. weren't you my kitchen helper at one point? I sure was. You sure were. That's adorable. You two are so cute. And the food <laughs> was really tasty, too. It was, like, really uh, good. That's that's my uh, most popular dish, I believe I made that time. You were working the Parmesan into my cream sauce. I sure was. Mm -hmm. Is that a euphemism? <laughs> It, it could be. <laughs> it really sounds like one. Shit. Oh, Fonny, I like you. You got your Parmesan <laughs> in my cream sauce. Uh. Hey, babe, you want to put some Parmesan in my cream sauce? Hey, baby, you um, want to make some cream sauce? <laughs> oh, my. Can you do that? And I like it. Um, <laughs> no one is prepared for the Duke Nukem voice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what about participating in a generally child-specific holiday as a little? <gasps> yeah. Trick-or-treating on Halloween. Mm -hmm. Easter. Easter. Easter's yes. a great one. Um, cookies and milk for, for Santa at Christmas. Yep. Mm -hmm. 
yeah we do that uh we do lots of like little specific things on the winter solstice oh one more one more i'm sorry (laughs) sorry continue the solstice uh after i say having your hair brushed oh that's a good one it's so Mm -hmm. relaxing being dressed by someone else oh Uh, yes Mm -hmm. that's a big one that's Mm -hmm. a really really big one Juice Sorry, says Solstice? Disney movie marathon in bed. For sure. Yeah, but you were talking about the solstice and your tradition. Yes. So the winter solstice. <clears throat> Sorry. The way a lot of pagans celebrate is by uh, keeping a bonfire or a candle or just some sort of flame lit all throughout the night and into the sunrise the next day. And that is uh, to symbolize the death and rebirth of of the great green giant, the green man, soul, the sun, whichever name you use for the the god representing the sun, basically. Um, And that is to like, oh, you must keep you must keep Gaia warm while the sun is dead, basically, because it's the the shortest day of the year. And like there's a whole lot of like tradition around it. So it's traditionally like, oh, you get to stay up all night and you have to stay awake and alert to make sure that your candle doesn't go out so you can stay up all night and party because the solstice is like as much as it is like morose. It's also like all all eight pagan holidays are basically light stuff on fire, have sex and drink. (laughs) that's literally all eight of our religious holidays every single one so it's like you can literally just like eat drink be merry and just like as long as you're having a jovial time you're doing it right so uh so for the solstice what uh one thing that is really really cute is you know the whole adage of like leave cookies for santa um we like to do uh leave cookies and milk for santa paws on the winter solstice or if we stay up or if I stay up all night or, you know, if it's sorry, if I don't and I have to go to bed and, you know, that's when they go out. But if I do stay up all night, then they go out on Christmas Eve and everything. And then Santa Paws comes and it's really cute. Uh, Santa Paws for those of us who are not furries is a furry equivalent to uh, Santa Claus uh, he comes once each year to visit all the good baby furs uh, and usually makes an appearance at Midwest Fur Fest. There's usually lots of Santa Paws at Midwest Fur Fest, and it's really precious. That's adorable. Yeah. I have a I have a furry related question for you at the end of the question and answer. I can even type it in the questions channel if you want. Yeah, sure thing. Um, I'm starting to run low on energy, so actually, okay. if we want to do that right now before going to the next question, by all means. Well, I've got a slam. A slam. Go for it. Because you're still at that age where you're a Wiccan. <laughs> Well put. <laughs> For those who don't catch the reference, go listen to the Changing Tabletop. The very first episode, you'll hear what we mean. I think it's less than eight minutes into the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were doing character creation. I was creating my character, who later became named Junip Frixit. Uh, due to um, a patron for the Sophie and Pudding 
Patreon. It's also a fantastic show. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that one. I ran two of the games and participated in the first one. Nice. <laughs> All right. Uh, do we want to do... Uh, what, let's do this one more and then we'll see how we're feeling. And then if we're okay. feeling good enough, we can do the next two. How about that? Sounds great. Yes, funny. I'm good. I think I'm good for just one more. Okay, oh, okay. perfect, perfect. Uh, this is from Kaneko, pronouns she, her. Dear Jazzy and Fonny, babyface kids for life. Now that I am actually working on, uh, now that I'm actually working my way to the ring, I'm curious how far I could push the baby's champ gimmick without it crossing lines uh, I never want to cross. I got to thinking about it. If a vanilla wrestler were to wear a diaper under their gear, people would roll their eyes and think it's dumb. But if someone in the community does it, uh, then they're forcing their kink on people. Reigning champ of the crinkle butts, Kaneko. And for those who don't know, Kaneko is super into wrestling and actually does uh, wrestling in real life. And it's really, really cool. Kaneko is one of those, the, the people of the hobby where I'm like, I, this is super cool. I guess I'm kind of into wrestling now too. <laughs> yeah. Kaneko radiates wrestling like fandom energy and it's infectious. True fact. Um, I ran coolness. into Kid Bandit at a convention mm-hmm. and I only knew who that was because of Ko. Aw. Nice. Aw. <laughs> There's a couple people in the server that are way into wrestling, and I'm honestly really here for it. Um, so I'll my answer is super duper quick, so I'll just like throw it in there. It's a costume. Mm-hmm. You said it yourself. Case open and closed. It's a gimmick. It's a costume. It's if you were doing it for like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not exposition. Oh, arousal purposes. Yeah, if you're... That's different. But it's a costume. It's supposed kind of to like, be a gimmick. It's supposed to be like, oh, it's a baby wrestler. That's funny. Exhibition. Luna, thank you. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Ex- yeah. Exhibition. You're not doing it for exhibition. The wrestling show itself is the exposition. It's a show. If people go to a show and all the characters are just like boring buff white guys you know if i go to a wrestling show i want to see some fucking characters like yeah i want to see the baby wrestler yeah i want to see like i don't know i want to i'm just trying to like pizza man i don't fucking know i want to see some some hilarious (laughs) like off the wall zany characters if i go to a wrestling show and like because that's what it's all about so like i think it's fine you know i mean like like own it like i think that's hilarious and if someone tries to get all stinky with you like oh the baby wrestler you're just like jacking off aren't you and it's like no it's your character it's a bit it, it's it's yeah. just a bit so i'm going to pass the talking stick funny yeah no i definitely agree um jazzy's always been right about these sorts of things where it's just kind of like okay where, where does where does it cross the line mm-hmm. um and that's exactly it. Like, are you getting off on being the baby's champ? Mm-hmm. No? Then I'm pretty sure people are going to be able to tell that you are just having fun with it. I will say, 
that it does make you vulnerable. It does. Because this is actually a cherished part of your personality that can and will be used against you by people who wish to harm you. So you are opening yourself up to some pain. And you need to ask yourself if you're ready for that confrontation. If you desensitize yourself to it now, it's not going to (laughs) matter. A lot of us have kind of become desensitized to seeing just our entire group slandered on the internet already. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Like I've been seeing this stuff for over 10 years on the internet, which in terms of anything, isn't really that long, I guess. But anyways, 10 years of seeing like media pick up. Oh, ABDL. It's so fucking weird here and there. It's a lot easier now than it was 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and the DDLG crowd is to thank for that one. <laughs> Absolutely. Love them or hate them. Yeah. Like, yep. Hot Topic sells me little clothes now. <laughs> That's true. I've got a necklace that says Crybaby because of Melanie Martinez. Literally. The DDLG crowd is responsible. I'm not going to say single-handedly responsible, but for responsible for literal big companies like Hot Topic and Disney being fully aware and creating content specifically marketed for the adult baby community. That oh, it, mm-hmm. it's a literal confirmed fact. Like mm-hmm. over the course of doing this show, I've met a lot of really, really cool people who do a, and know a lot of really cool things. It, and like some of the things that they tell me, it's just like, Oh yeah. Hot topic is fully aware and like goes through ABDL Twitter and forums. Disney specifically makes content targeted at AVGLs. A big reason why Bluey was brought to United States and bought by Disney is because of the response of Baby Furs on Twitter. Really? Baby, Baby Furs on that? Twitter are literally the reason why Bluey is on Disney Plus in the United States. That is mm-hmm. fantastic. Literally. So if we didn't have the public exposure like the baby wrestler would we be here you know what i mean yep yeah that's true especially if the baby's champ was also you know just a a generally a stand-up person you know yeah Mm -hmm. don't be the heel don't do that yeah please don't be the heel be the pro tag yeah if you be the pro tag and like I'm the baby wrestler and on um, in this wrestling match, so throw money into the ring and it's going to charity for houseless dogs or, or something or like alms for the poor and food for the hungry. Like what great press that would be. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like the press that came out the one year Midwest Fur Fest bought, brought like, between three and five million dollars into the local economy of Chicago. Like one of those things. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of the world's wealth is uh, concentrated in the furry community, specifically like furry art commissioners. (laughs) Suspiciously wealthy furries are their own social class. (laughs) They sure are. Mm -hmm. It's because the IT sector is exclusively made of 
autistic people, trans girls, and furries. <laughs> it yep. just so happens I'm all three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there you go, Co. There you go. There you go. Uh, I am officially... Uh, it now hurts to raise my arms because I got stuck in both arms with vaccines. So I think that's a great place to call it. Uh, the time code is 147. Sorry, one hour, 47 minutes. I think that's a sign I need to get off the air. You, no, you love juice more <laughs> than you love me. What? Oh. What? <laughs> Oh, them fighting words. Juice was on for two and a half hours. Oh, I see. I, I was wondering where the fuck that came from. I was shook. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, Kimmy? Where did Kimmy go? Oh, oh no. <laughs> Kimmy! <laughs> Kimmy locked off the oh. chat. Oh, no. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Kimmy... <laughs> Are you the- my Discord crashed? Did it look like I rage quit? It did because you disconnected from voice and videos. It's like, oh fuck! That was so scary. That was perfect timing. Timing could not have been more perfect. Oh my god! And what's What's funny, I was I was literally about to ask you where can people find you and how can they give you money? And you just like Badoo. it's just like <laughs> <laughs> So, um, here's the thing. I don't want your money. I have never charged for my content. I don't ever plan on charging for my content. Maybe if the Dom thing takes off, maybe I'll do sessions. I don't know. But I am Giving my shit away for free because I'm a slut. So give it to another creator. Give it to Jazzy. Give it to Sophie. You're not a slut. You're a nonprofit organization. There you go. A nonprofit organization. I was going to say, people can self claim slut, and it is really powerful when they do. (laughs) You can be both. A slut in a a nonprofit organization. I'm 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 an ethical slut. I just like there being railed. <laughs> In a sundress. Ooh, woof. Uh, where can <laughs> people find you specifically? What are your handles on the so, tweeter? Um, my handles are typically tied in rope on... I like the gunslinger. Okay. Um, and I've got a picture of putting... Uh, lifting me by two handles. One was on my back Ooh. and one was on my hip. And she was carrying me. Wonderful. Those are my handles. But I'm I'm at unusually Kimmy on Twitter, and also now at mindfuckdom. D O M M E. Yeah, that's right. I'm not the other one. Not the other one. This one's masculine and one's feminine. Indeed. Um, and I'm bby dash Kimmy dot tumblr dot com, and and. I've got a secret project in the works. What? I've got a secret project in the works that's specifically geared towards Patreon writers. Ooh. Because I want them to have more access to a larger audience. And I have no place to read good smut right now. I'm in the beta. I'm in the beta. 
You are a, you're saying you're a beta? What? No, I'm an omega. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fawny, who are you? Where are you? And how can people throw money at you? Hi, um, I'm a mess. Uh, you can usually find me at the bar. <laughs> you can get some money by putting it right here in my hands, please. I was right. Hi, I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, hi, I'm Fonny ABDL. You can find me on the internet at twitter.com slash ABDL. You can also find me over on Patreon. Um, at the very current moment, I am taking a step back from Patreon just because I haven't updated it in forever and I'm kind of getting tired of like hitting the don't charge people money next month button. So I just like unpublished the page for a minute. Um, but when that's back around, it's going to be patreon.com slash ABDL. Uh, and you can also buy a little bit of real life merchandise from me and Juicebox um, at etsy.com slash assorted crinkles. And all those links are also available on the website that uh, Jazzy is about to plug. I sure am. And I have been a now under the weather Jasmine Starshine. Uh, you can find me at my Twitter, which is my primary social media at little Jazzy Baby. Yes, Kimmy. I'm being yelled at for not plugging the usual bet. Oh, oh, yes. Plug the usual bet, our sister show. Yes, the sister podcast, the usual bet, the one that you did the live show with at Capcom. Sure did. I'm a frequent guest of the podcast where I annoy Sophie and Chloe. Um, and I'm a brat. And I don't talk about dark sex acts because Ooh. they shoo me out of the room. That's why you come on our show. <laughs> I will be on your show anytime you want me. Aww. <laughs> I'll be uh, here with bells on. I have earrings that are bells. That's precious. That is really, I, really precious. My I need to see and hear these. Yeah, I'll, oh. yeah, I'll, I'll wear them next time. Next time you invite me. And I'll wear my scary Dom mask that I already bought. <gasps> Woof. Yeah. Uh, but speaking... Sorry. No, it's okay. Thank you for telling us. Uh... All right, I found my brain. I'm back. Uh, Little Jazzy Baby is my primary social media. That is my Twitter. Uh, you can find everything else at the website I'm about to plug. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jasmine Starshine is the best way to give the show money. Uh, it really, really helps, especially since I am going back to college. And, the, and there was much jubilation. Yay, Jazzy's going back to Yay. college. Yay. Uh, we also have a merch store. Uh where there's, in my opinion, a lot of really cool, fun stuff there. Um, the shirts that I got there as like testers have made their way into like my everyday wardrobe, and I like wear them yeah. out and everything. Yeah, uh, wear them out I, as in I like wear out my toe beans uh, tank top all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wear um, the uh, Starshine sixty nine one a lot when I'm going to like, because it's just like the show's logo on the front and you know, who cares? It's just a logo. People don't look at it like, Oh, you know, it's a shirt. Okay, cool. Uh, the one with speckles is the one that I wear to my parents' house and around my house. And it's just hilarious. Uh, there's also a lot of other designs on there, like mugs and shirts and all that fun stuff. This is the longest merch plug we've done in a very, very long time. I'm sorry. I just kind of got lost in that sauce there. Um, uh now it's time to do the thing before my brain stops working altogether. Dear Jazzy is an at oddswithgod.com production. Please visit us online at, at oddswithgod.com where you can visit my links, Fonny's links, the entire show's archive, and everything related to this show and everything else we do. 
I have been Jasmine Starshine. Fawny Abadiel. And uh, Fawny, slide into my DMs, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm Kimmy. There I'm you go. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Good job, team. Good job. We did it. We did it. We did it. <laughs> that rage quit, though. <laughs> I swear, my Discord crashed. <laughs> it was timed so perfectly. <laughs> I know, I was mid-pout. I'm glad that your butthole is back to functioning. <laughs>